Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Growing Up Female with me, Connie Simmons. This is the podcast where we chat about what it's really like to grow up female behind the shiny social media profile. I'll be chatting to a whole host of young, inspirational women about race, beauty standards, periods, body shaming, sex, relationships, social media, everything it means to grow up as a female today. This week is slightly different, but still extremely exciting. I met this week's guest on a shoot for Glamour magazine three years ago. I think it was about three years ago. I loved his aura, he was calm and collected, and we've stayed in touch ever since. He makes the yummiest cakes and cookies in town. His skincare knowledge is enviable, and he dances like Beyonce. (laughs) It's the first male on Grown Up Female. It's my gorgeous friend, Dane Pemberton. Hi, Connie. Welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I can't, this is going to be so exciting. I know, I can't wait. This is really exciting. I can't believe I didn't do it sooner. <laughs> um, I hope you liked that introduction. I did. Thank you. I, <laughs> yeah, it sums me up in three, basically, genres. Three sentences. I, yeah, yeah, three things. Um, baking, <laughs> Beyonce, and, and skincare. <laughs> yes, exactly. And you're that amazing at all three. I love that about you. I love that. You know what you like and you're just you just like make yourself the best at those things. You know, Thank like you. just I can tell because are you how old are you, Dane? I am twenty-five. Twenty-five, okay. So yeah. for a twenty-five year old, I feel like even though you probably might not feel it all the time, like you know yourself. Yeah, I um, feel like it's one of those things. People will look at what you're doing, especially online, and think you've got it all together. And I don't have it together all the time, but no. you know, I managed to keep it down. Yeah, I really do. I'm, I'm sure there's been quite a journey to get to that point, which obviously we'll talk about today because this is all yeah. about you and your life experience. Yeah. But like, even just looking at your Instagram, um, I can I look at I can just look at the first like nine images and be like, right, this guy loves to cook, bake. He's like skincare, a little bit of makeup, but mainly skincare and. Yeah. And you just seem bubbly and happy. And obviously you've got a few little dance videos on there. So I feel like it's so clear. And it's actually yeah. like reflect on my own page and made me think, do I need to be as clear as Dane? Like, do I really need, do I need to show everyone so much of my life? And do I just need to rein it in a bit and just focus on, you know, like just a few passions? Like, do, does there, do, do my followers need to know everything about me? Like, is that sometimes what's making me maybe feel a bit, 
exposed and therefore do I lack yeah um yeah yeah I think that's um something that like all content creators go through it's in the decision of what to share and I go through that daily I think should I post this on my story should I not will people care and I just think if it's not what I would want to see I don't really think about posting it because I just it's not really worth my time and effort if it's not something I'd want to see from other people yeah that's a really good point because I've had, I, I think, oh, do people want to see another picture of my baby? Like, do they love her as much as me? Probably. Oh, but not. I love seeing Lucy. <laughs> so cute. So I try cute. and just stick to the funny ones because obviously everyone loves a funny baby video or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. No, it's definitely something to think about. Yeah, for um, sure. Just before we carry on and sort of talk yeah. more about you, I feel like it is really important to address what's going on um, in society. I don't sort of want to um, record this podcast. It's sort of about two weeks, I think. Um, mm since the Black Lives Matter movement started and the protests began all over the world, yeah. um, which has been such a big wake-up call for so many people, including myself. So I didn't yeah. want to record this podcast, especially as you're a, a black guy. Yeah. Um, are you mixed race? I'm mixed, yeah. My my mum's white and my dad's black. So Okay. Yeah. I just didn't want to, uh, like, um, yeah, carry on recording as if it's not happening. So, like, yeah. I don't know how you feel about the whole thing. Um, yeah. Definitely. I think it's definitely important to acknowledge it and and touch upon it um, in this podcast as obviously it's going on right now and it's been going on for hundreds of years, but it's Mm. only kind of blown up in this whole media storm because we've got video, because we've got photo and social media Mm. um, at the moment and things travel a lot quicker these days. Um, I think it is important that um, it's happened. Crazy that it's happened in the middle of a pandemic, but yeah. I mean, I think now, aside from posting about it every day, I think it just matters what we do in our everyday lives um, mm. that will make a difference. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I totally agree with you. And I actually yeah. think that the, the fact that it's happened in a pandemic and it's still been so powerful, um, it's shown the strength of um, the black community and also those that, you know, the anti-racist people that are supporting them and how yeah. they're like look we know there's a pandemic but this is almost a pandemic in itself and it needs to be addressed so yeah. I know a lot of people are against the fact that obviously there was so much um contact because mm. obviously we're going through the coronavirus as well at the moment yeah. um but and a part of me also thinks actually it was even more powerful um yeah. because it was like gosh like these people are actually putting themselves on the line to get their message across, like to, to be heard. I know they've yeah. been doing that for hundreds and hundreds of years, but obviously just as in today. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's disgusting that it still has to happen, but yeah. 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 Definitely. No, it was powerful, but I totally agree with you because do you know what? I, I also felt that when I was posting stuff online that mm. um, I couldn't, um, I couldn't still didn't feel like I could post freely and yeah. I'm so in support of it, but it didn't matter what I put. It was, there was someone that had to say something and then it would ruin my day because I would receive like a whole long page and I'm not making myself a victim and I'm not making right. it about me because I've read so many things of white women making it about themselves being a victim again. And I'm like so yeah. conscious of all these things yeah. um, and doing it wrong. I just like, do you know what? I think it's best for me to share posts that I love and pages that I love and businesses that I love to support the black community online. And mm. then offline I can work on myself and um, educate myself and 
and and like my podcast just make it more diverse and um and I think that that's the way forward for me yeah and I think it's so true um you saying that you know um you didn't really know what to share and and it's that fine line of being insensitive and like helping or you know and showing that you are trying to do the most and even as a mixed race guy I didn't know what to say I didn't know what to post I didn't want to offend people um and you know not that I worry about offending people too much in my daily life I just kind of think and say my thoughts but um in this case you know I just shared um something that was personal to be to me about yeah. my, about, about my granddad and um, yeah I love kind that. of family history yeah I so I that. thought that was really special and you know yeah. what it, it, it just highlights that actually um every person's experience is different as well because yeah. you are mixed race um yeah. and therefore your experience might be different to someone who's not mixed race and who's like fully black yeah I think so for sure but obviously it still touches you and it's still, you know, a sensitive topic because, you know, your heritage is your heritage. Yeah. And it was, it's strange because it was a really hard week, although I wasn't, you know, in the protests and kind of protesting with people in the streets. I did walk through it at one point um, and it was really emotional. I had to call my yeah. dad and kind of talk to him about it to kind of rationalize things. But um, mm. yeah. And have you got a good relationship with your dad? I do, yeah. I'm really close with my dad, and um, since I, because I'm not from London, um, since I mm. moved away, like I've been living in London five years now, I think. Um, I always, more so now, I think in the past year, I've kind of called up my parents and relied on just hearing their voices and that support um, mm. and that support system. Yeah, it goes to show how important it is to have your parents there for you yeah definitely. There's, a, there's a like I've seen a lot which this is something I want to research is about black dads being absent mm. and that having a massive effect on their children um yeah. and when I've recorded my podcast with um, my other guests even mm-hmm. though they're not black or anything like that yeah um where they get their strength from and where they've learned um like to where they've got their sort of inspiration or their grit or just the morals and all those things are from that is from their parents Mm, I think so yeah because I mean both of my parents are really supportive but I think just that kind of father-son bond has always Mm. been there and I'm I love my mum too but just seeing my dad you know at one point my dad had like three or four jobs and he just worked around the clock just to just to do everything like we were okay as a as a family but I think he just always felt like he had to, to do, more. do more yeah and I think really? that kind of you work think... ethic I got yeah. from him yeah yeah and do you think he felt like he had to prove himself or it's just he wanted the best for his family um I think there was a little bit of um feeling like he had to prove himself but also just that kind of pride in not wanting to let down his family and and mm. do the most really yeah that's amazing what a good dad yeah he's, he's the best <laughs> that is amazing and so did you did you always know you were gay or is it something that you realized as you were older and did you find it easy to approach your family about it then because obviously you have got a good relationship with them yeah so um I have a funny well I can look back at it and it'd be funny now I have a funny story that I'll tell it in a second but um I think I always knew you know 
I had one girlfriend at school in high school. <laughs> now I look back and look, I think you're laughing. <laughs> I think what like what? Who am I trying to kid? Um, <laughs> we we probably get back and go, oh my god, how disgusting! <laughs> <laughs> Not disgusting, but I just like everyone knew at school. I think it was one of those things of like, you know, sometimes it, people would ask, like they say, "I oh, want let me." Can I ask you a question? And sometimes even now that kind of fills my mind with like dread of like oh my god are they gonna ask if I'm gay or not because I but I'm already out so it's like what's the yeah what's the issue but yeah I think I've always known um I've never I've never asked you if you were gay I don't know maybe I, I think that's just a weird question to ask yeah I think maybe you just have as people call it the gaydar you just knew yeah maybe, <laughs> maybe. And I don't think straight guys love skincare as much as you no that's true <laughs> I saw my brother today and he was like look I keep getting sent these scrubs and that but all I want is just a moisturizer <laughs> and now I'm like Bradley but you've got to exfoliate the dead skin cells off, you do you? yeah <laughs> it's true that's really important but he's just a typical straight bloke um <laughs> Has oh go and tell us the story. You said you're gonna say oh, something. Yeah. Um so it's kind of in short my coming out story. Basically, I um you know, and I feel like every gay man has gone through this in their mind. It's kind of like you're locked away in this secret and you can't really tell anyone. It kind of builds up and builds up and builds up until it just comes out in any way, shape or form. And I was talking to this guy and um, who randomly I'd met online, which kind of now I look back, it's kind of dodgy. I think I was really just brave to do this. Um, but we'd like chatted over video and stuff. So I'd seen that he was not a catfish. Yeah. Um, and I was living at my parents in Leicester at the time and he lived in Portsmouth. And so we decided to meet up one weekend and just have like a couple of days to get to know each other and stuff. So we decided Oxford was halfway the halfway point okay. between Portsmouth nice. and Leicester. So, I mean, I didn't have a job at the time, so I think I literally got the coach to oh, Oxford, no. and then he got the coach as well. He's a little bit older than me, and um, we stayed in this travel lodge. It was a really cute weekend. We did walk around the town, and then um, we were catching the coach back, and I got like a tiffin of all things from um the little cafe that was at the coach station and little did I know that it had peanuts in and I'm allergic to peanuts so halfway on the coach journey back home I start eating this tiffin and my stomach is just on fire and I cannot work out what it is because it didn't it didn't feel like peanuts in my mouth didn't taste like Mm. peanuts so um my dad was picking me up at the other end and I just I called him and I said look we need to go to a pharmacy somewhere to get something because my stomach is on fire I don't know what to do we ended up going to Sainsbury's it was kind of the only place that was open at like half nine ten at night and um I took this weird pink liquid I don't even know what it was oh um, I think it was that yeah and so I mean I ended up throwing that up at at the end of the night anyway mm. but um I was sick and then I was kind of laying on the sofa my parents were kind of in the living room and they were asking me what's wrong I was just hysterically crying and so I just um it just ended up me being like I'm sorry and they were like what are you sorry for and I said I lied because I said that I went to go and visit my best friend who lives who lived in Birmingham at the time at university and 
they said, what are you sorry for? And I said, I lied. I went to go and see a guy. And then I literally just screamed out, I'm gay. And, then, oh. <laughs> and in between that, it was like we were qu- a quarter of the way to the hospital before this happened because I lost the feeling in my legs and my arms. I think oh, it was just the whole you. shock that took yeah, over yeah, my body. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, it's yeah. like it's like all your emotions came out at once yeah it was so but it was so um like uh, such a weight lifted off my shoulders as well and how did they react um they were pretty calm you know they said they still love me and I think they always knew as parents do everything were um, you always quite is is that offensive to say camp no I think yeah I mean I've always been camp a little bit flamboyant but maybe just in my own bedroom, <laughs> dancing around and whatnot. Oh, but, okay. Um, yeah, I think as I've gotten older, I've been more open about yeah. just who I am. Which and who is I lovely. I'm so glad. And um, would you have any advice for someone in your situation? Mm. Or, well, n- not right now, because now obviously you're happy and stuff that yeah. might be scared to tell their parents, that might not feel their parents are as supportive as yours. Like, yeah, I mean, I think the best advice to be is to just, I feel like everyone says this, but just do it when you're ready because Mm. I wasn't, I feel like the situation I put myself in, it kind of forced me myself to come out. But Mm. um, really you weren't ready probably. Yeah, I think I was and I wasn't like I was ready. I was just done with having that build up in my mind. But um, Mm. Yeah, just do it when you're ready and tell someone maybe first. I told my best friends first, a group of girls who we were going on a night out and I just told them when we were getting ready. And um, yeah, maybe just tell someone. Were they like, Dane, we know. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah, that was their first reaction and it was all laughter. And then it just went back to normal. And it was just like not a thing. So I think if you're really super scared and you don't really have anyone in your family yeah. that you think would react Reach well out to a friend. A friend. yeah because yeah. you'll probably your friend will probably know that you are gay so yeah um, I was in a similar situation with someone close to me who who I always kind of had an idea it was gay but well yeah. once I once I actually knew what gay was obviously you don't know as a child yeah. what gay means or whatever but I've got older and, and they told me and I my reaction was well like, I hate to break it to you, but I kind of know. Yeah, like, obviously. <laughs> yeah, but I think that made them feel better. They were like, oh, I know, who am I kidding? Like, why do I even have to come out? Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But I just wish people didn't even have to do that, you know? Like, just be you. And, like, you know, if you bring a guy home one day or bring a girl home one day, then whatever. Like, I yeah. just, there's still so much that needs to be worked on in society, doesn't it? I think it's the older generations they're still there sort of with their views their strong views from their generation above them but I think our Mm. generation can shed a totally different light on our kids and our grandkids and I think you know things will change but I do think it takes time um but we're definitely getting there from yeah and and I haven't even told my nana yet I just don't even feel like I need to tell her no I agree with that yeah and my uncle was gay so I feel like she just kind of knows yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that her son? Yeah, that's her son. Um, he was a gymnast. Is this on your mum's side or your dad's side? My mum's side. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's um, a gymnast. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's got um, some he fun jeans there. Then, like, yeah, he passed away when I, I was like really young. So I don't really know. Oh, that's a shame. I feel like you could have been a gymnast. You've got like you're lean, and you've got like you've obviously got some flexibility. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So maybe maybe you inherited it from your uncle, which is nice. I think I think so. Yeah. Um, okay, and you're close to your sister. I wanted to ask you about your sister because I know you've written about your sister in your posts, and I she came to my it. book launch. Yes, <laughs> and it's just the t- it's just the two of you, isn't it? Yeah, just me and my sister. Um, she is 32, so I'm a little bit older, and she's just you know, I feel I feel like a bit biased saying this, but she is just the best sister. She's always there when I need her. Mm. She's like a rock. I feel like I'm not there for her as much as she's been there for me. Um, oh, don't. But okay. I don't know. I think it's just that older sibling yeah. dynamic. But um, yeah. Um, and I think maybe maybe she's not needed you as much as you've needed her either, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just know. different I'm just in guessing. Our lives. Yeah. yeah. But you'll be there, you know, when, you know you're there at the right times. It's like with me and my brothers. My brothers are all so different yeah. and I'm there for them at different times and some of them need me less than others. Like Bradley doesn't, he, Bradley needs me to do his admin, but he doesn't really need <laughs> me emotionally, yeah. you know, and one brother, I find it harder to approach him if I know that he's going through a bit of a crap time. Mm. So I have to approach it differently. And the other brother, he, he'll ring me up and tell me how he feels every single day. So yeah. I think it's like you have different relationships and, like your even your your sister's relationship to you could be different to your relationship with her. Like, yeah, her. I think she so. might be more motherly and maternal as well, maybe. Yeah, definitely. And it, like, I don't know about you, but I found our relationship has changed over the years as I've gotten older. Like, she'll tell me things that she would never have told me like five years ago because not that she thought I was immature, but I think yeah. I've learned different things in life. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I love how um your family you've got such a close knit lovely family you know like it, yeah you know like I feel like I've got the same but I kind of take it for granted because it's not it's not as common as we think yeah I think you know like when you so live true. in a bubble and mm. you kind of 
and you're like yeah mum dad sister or mum dad brothers whatever and it's all great and then yeah you hear what other people have gone through and you're like oh my god shit yeah like, and it just really makes me appreciate that I can still speak to my parents and bring them up anytime that I want and yeah for sure and just there. um so out of interest yeah has being mixed race and gay made things harder do you think the two of them or is it not the case for you um I feel like personally no um I think in terms of being mixed race I think genuinely being honest I think I would have found it harder being fully black Mm. um I feel like sometimes being mixed race people don't can I put this people don't really view you as being mixed race I don't know I just it's yeah it's it's such a weird dynamic. do you think like when you're with black friends you're mm. seen as black and when you're with white friends you're seen as mixed race well I don't um or just I don't have any fully black friends Oh, wow, that's um, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My sister has one um, girl black friend, but yeah, um, I don't know. It just, it's never really a... So, of course, it's you, you've never, it's never been a thing. And yeah. that's just your life experience. Because yeah. I, I, I saw a documentary, I think, was it on BBC iPlayer, ages mm. ago. Yeah. And, like, obviously, with everything going on, it's made me reflect to it. And it was about the gay, gay community in America, black gay community, yeah and how hard it is for them yeah it's like such a like well not for every black not every black family or whatever but in America in some parts of America being gay in a black community is like really really hard yeah so I just thought out of interest like have you ever experienced anything like that but obviously it's totally different for you especially if if actually you've probably been amongst more of a white community yeah, I think that's why I feel more accepted because I'm mixed race. Mm. Um, that is interesting. Yeah. But um, I think that's why we have like Black Pride as well now that happens every year. Oh, um, that's amazing. Yeah, I didn't know so, that. Yeah, that's I've really never been, good. but I've had friends that have been, so. That's so really great. good. That's good. I need to go to Pride. I haven't been yet. Oh my God, you've never been? No, uh, can, I come with, can I come with you? Yes. I mean, I don't know when it's happening this year because of, I know. of Corona, but um, But yeah. next time. Yes. I want to come. That would be so fun. I know. I mean, I've been working in London when it's on and I couldn't get home for like three hours after my shift. Yeah. Where there's nothing worse than not being able to get home after a shift. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, for good sake, like, oh, I'm really happy for you all, but I just want to go home. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. But no, it's amazing. I need to do something like that. I need to like just live a little and do something fun. I feel like I've been stuck in this mum rut. Not rut, that's a really bad thing to say, but like, I'm just, I just feel like a boring mum at the moment. Oh no, um, yeah, I know what you mean. My best friend um just had her baby and she is just in this whole baby bubble and she fi- is finding it really hard to like kind of live her not normal yeah, life but you, you lose yourself a little bit. Yeah. And it takes so, time to sort of get yourself back. Yeah. And um, so Dane, what has been your biggest challenge because I feel like being gay mm. is is some people's biggest challenge in life, yeah. like coming to terms with that. But for some reason, I'm speaking to you now. I just feel like that isn't your biggest challenge. 
No, I think it was at the time. Okay. But, um, oh, what has been my biggest challenge? I feel like moving away from home, I just, it kind of happened so quickly for me. And I I always thought um, that I would be still at home at like 30. And I mean, obviously there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if if my, I think my aspirations we're always going to be in a bigger city and somewhere like London. And um, so I feel like moving away, I don't know, it just, I, if I, if my parents lived in London, like where I was from London, I would stay at home for as long as I can, you know, save as much money as I can, take that opportunity. But I just had to grow and get away from, get just move to a bigger city where I feel like there was more opportunities. And I feel like, when I moved from Leicester in the Midlands five years ago, I moved for my job. And, um, you know, I was so, I don't think I was immature, but certain things I would be naive about being 20 when I moved. And um, I thought, do I have to like tell the government I'm moving? Do I need (laughs) like, I don't know how this works. I'm moving in the same country, but like, how do you do it? And now I know you can literally just get up move like I you could be so incognito in life if you wanted to be and be yeah. as quiet as you want to be or as loud as you want to be but um it was lonely at first I mean my sister had been living in London for a few years before um about five years yeah that really helped um just having her like I mean although she lived we both lived south um for no she I moved um we were living north and south so she was like an hour away. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, it was still in the same city. So that, that really helped. Closer, closer than Midlands. Yeah, definitely. So uh, what I take from that then is that at the time, something mm. can feel so big. Yeah. And scary and intimidating. But actually, yeah. like when you look back now, you're like, it's fine. Everything's fine. Like you, yeah. go, through, you go through that initial like worry and like, but you just mm-hmm. go for it by the sounds of it. You're sort of the sort of person that you'll take on that challenge. You'll take on that, um, that sort of fear and yeah. go with it. Yeah. And I, I think, that. yeah, I think I've learned to, um, you know, if you get too comfortable in things, then it just doesn't challenge you anymore and it becomes a bit kind of boring and just the same and and you're just not taking those risks to to just keep yourself and your mind going and active and different all the time so mm. yeah. is that did you move to London for crumbs and doily is it doilies doilies doily? yeah. yeah um yeah I did because I'd been following oh. them for probably about six years prior and they used to have an online store which now we still have um and we're building back up to sell like cupcake cases and sprinkles and things. But um, they used to have that. And I used to order the cupcake cases and sprinkles for, I used to bake for our charity committee in sixth form. And um, I'd order from there and I got to know the team a little bit. And then they came to Leicester to do this whole cherry blossom tree mosaic thing thing out of 10,000 cupcakes. And it was like a whole day thing. Um, And that's where I met. Um, my now boss Gemma and Sally and Sam and Sophie used to work for us and um, kind of just went from there and then they kind of remembered me and when I went for an interview and a little trial um, I literally had to bake an eight inch vanilla sponge which was like the easiest thing to me at the time Um, 
but I was like stressing well it oh. wasn't the easiest thing I was kind of like stressing out because I was like oh my god do I do this do I do this and I literally just had to mix it put it in the tins and um then I got a call the next day when I was back at work and um I got well Sally left me a voicemail and I just started crying because it was like oh. my break out of not I love Leicester and I it's always my roots and I grew up there but um it was just you, like yeah. I'm moving on there's nothing wrong with exploring and moving and charming yeah. it doesn't mean you forget your roots yeah that's amazing I love how like a vanilla I mean mine would be terrible mine would be flat as anything but <laughs> I love how like when you're when you're in that moment and you want something that bad you almost forget all that you know don't you you kind of like yeah start doubting yourself yeah and so how long have you been there for um this is coming up to my fifth year oh so, wow and they've become um, your friends right they're like your best yeah 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 like um one of my friends it's funny because when I went for the trial I finished um one of the it's like a called blue roll in a kitchen it's basically like kitchen roll and it was one of oh, yeah, the holders and um I'd finished the the roll and my now best friend Nikki I looked over at her and I was a bit like I don't know what to do I don't know where you keep it I'm just here for the trial and she like said it's okay I'll get another one and um who knew that now she'd be my I best know. friend and we went to New York together last year and just we've just had so many fun times and yeah that's so nice Brilliant. it's kind of worked out perfectly hasn't it yeah which I never thought it would but um yeah it's strange just, I guess you just you just go you just got to go with the flow and yeah. and you've really followed your passion haven't you yeah I think um you know I just I just carry on doing what I love to do and I, I never really think too much about I mean I think a little bit about how people will perceive it but I feel like if you do what you want to do the right people you'll attract the right people uh-huh I think like this whole um pandemic and lockdown and stuff has probably made a lot of people reflect on their jobs and like yeah and and just their lives in general am I happy in this location yeah. am I happy with the person that I'm with am I happy in my job mm. and I think like what they can take from your story is that do what you love and it might seem scary at the time and it's a big it might feel like a big risk but mm. doing what you love and following that passion lead you to the right places and the right people and obviously like-minded people as well yeah um and I think that's that, that's a really really special message you probably don't yeah. even didn't even realize that that's the sort of message that I get from your journey but thank you yeah and I feel like it's just important to especially during this time it's made me reflect on the fact that I feel really lucky to be with like a, a company like Crumbs and Doilies um mm. and they've given me so much and looked after me and and I've worked hard to stay there and get where I am in the company but um also you know doing what you love doesn't have to be or making a career for yourself I don't I feel like don't feel like what you're doing is inadequate like some people like not everyone's meant to be doctors or lawyers or Mm. like earning millions or whatever it is um Mm. if you're just doing what, you what you're doing yeah you could be making like bottle tops for like a screw cap something in a factory and if that brings you joy then do it like mm. who cares what anyone else thinks it's true and it's nice that you also have your 
I say blog, but your Instagram, which is like a blog as well. Yeah. You've got that on the side so you can really express yourself. Yeah. Um, which is really nice just to just sort of put it all on paper. I always almost see mine as like a journal. Yeah. And like I said, your page does scream like these are my passions. I love them. I love what I do. Yeah. And honestly, every time I see one of your cakes or anything <laughs> that you bake, I'm like, why can't I live with Dane? <laughs> I need to come over actually when this is over. And can you like teach me how to make something? Oh my God. Yeah, for sure. I actually just moved in with my best friends and um, yeah, we can come over I'd and bake to, all the things. I'd love that because I'm good. I'm a good home cook. Yeah. But like baking is more of a science, I'd say. It is, but it's also so exploratory. Like you can just, yeah. you know, there are, there are some rules, but also some people ask me all the time, like different baking questions of, can I swap this out with this? And in my mind, it's so simple, but I'm just thinking, guys, just do it. Experiment, just like if it happens. goes wrong. Yeah, just have fun with it. Yeah, I mean, at the start of lockdown, I couldn't really experiment with my banana bread because there was flour shortage everywhere. And I was like, I have to stick to the recipe. <laughs> I'm not losing this 250 grams flour. <laughs> it was like gold dust. It literally was. I only felt, I felt really lucky when I posted on my story because um, I was at work, we had like a, an overload of flour and ingredients and stuff. And so they sent me some things over and um, people were like, oh, my God, how did you manage to get flour? Like, I can't get any here and in this place where I live. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. You know? I feel bad. Yeah. It's so true. Um, so you went to America. Yeah. Like you said you went to – was that for any particular reason? Was it just for, like, a long holiday? No, it was just a long holiday. I'd been um, – I'd never I literally thought you'd moved there. No. Oh, my God. Yes, yeah, so we went for – oh I want to say it was like six days oh okay Um, but it felt like it felt like a lifetime like oh my gosh I feel like everyone has those dream places they just want to visit once in their life at least once and New York was mine and um yeah I went with Nikki and she had been the year before and she loved it and we're both real foodies and want to explore and get all the nice food and and whatnot and um yeah, I can't wait to go back, probably next year. But um, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, it looked really good. I, is that is that sort of what your plans are? I was going to say, what, what are your plans now? Like, obviously, once life goes a bit more back to normal, are you planning on doing more travelling and tasting more cakes around the world? Because I know you love yeah. you love going to, like, cafes and stuff. And I and do, yeah. Um, doing a little reviews, and I love that. I love how honest they are as well. Thanks. Yeah. I, I think like... you should do that more, you know, and I think you should do savory food too. Yes. I do want to start doing some savory food bits because I just, sometimes I can't keep eating all these sugary things. Like they literally <laughs> send me on a sugar high. <laughs> um, and then you bust yeah. out your Beyonce mousse. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I get my energy from. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like you're going to have your cat in cafe one day. I hope so. I mean, yeah, I would. Lo- I've always dreamed. I mean, I don't think this would ever happen, but I always say it that I would have this. Um, you know, like Le Louvre in Paris is like that pyramid kind of museum that goes underground. Mm. Um, I've always thought if I had like a pastry shop or something in the middle of like a busy square, 
that was like all glass all around 360. And then in the middle, you saw there was a bit of a kitchen and you saw people working and rolling out doughs mm. and stuff like that. And then the, the kind of dishes side would be like underground. So you wouldn't see all of that. And it would just be kind of like a theatrical thing. And it would just be like a buzz and there would be a mm. queue out the door. But I mean, that is... That's like in my wildest dreams, far, far away. I feel like you um, can make. I I feel like you could make it happen. I feel like you've got in you to sort of take take those risks, like you said. You you're surrounded by the right. You've got a team of people around you already. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Just go for it. Yeah, and it's really. um, Obviously, that location I don't even know exists, but no, nor do I. Just scout far, far and wide to find that. Um, or we could just get a greenhouse and stick it in the middle of Covent Garden. Yeah. Or <laughs> and that could also work. That would be great. But no, yeah, I, I, I just, I just, lo- I've loved listening to you today because it's, it's just, it's just made me realise how important it is to just focus on what you love and yeah. follow your, follow your passions, and appreciate family and like. I feel so lucky to have the family I have and I don't know it just it's I just I've just loved listening to how calm you are and I don't know I feel like even though you've probably had some struggles you don't dwell mm. on them you've kind of grown from them yeah and you move on from them and you um yeah and you you look forward yeah and that's I think, really nice yeah thank you it's yeah it's important to just keep going I mean that's what you say about Instagram it's like great it's kind of like your journal because sometimes Mm. I find myself scrolling down my own page and looking at past posts because Mm. sometimes it kind of is my way to vent like I don't have a diary to write in and um Mm. I when I'm feeling something that I think or I most certainly know at least one other person is going to be feeling exactly the same way I just want to share it because I know that that would make me feel like I'm not the only one um, mm. So it's great looking back at those posts and kind of remembering how I felt to how I feel now about certain things. So yeah, and just focusing on your own growth rather than comparing yourself to other people. Yeah, definitely. It's good to look back at your own journey rather than comparing because Instagram can be terrible for that. I think yeah. I'm the same with my page. I use it like for my to vent, like to express my feelings, knowing that someone I won't, I would, I, I've never posted something and someone's not felt the same way. Mm, so yeah. it just goes to show like communication and talking and sharing is actually really important yeah and people really appreciate that it's honest so okay Dane so thank you so much for being a guest today um, I've loved me. speaking to you and just learning more about you um, at the end of each session or podcast episode I ask my guests a couple of questions the first yep. one is um, once life goes back to normal and the pandemic and lockdown is properly over, what are you most yes. looking forward to? Oh, I'm just, sounds so sad, but looking forward to um, going to work as normal, finishing mm. work and just strutting down Oxford Street, listening to something, I don't know, like Beyonce <laughs> and just it being full of people and me just marching my way through um yeah just the street just free again, isn't again. It? yeah it's such um a ghost town at the moment so yeah that sounds good and the second question is um what advice would you give to your younger self uh, don't think about what something is going to be I don't just know that everything's going to work out 
I mm. am one of those people that just believes that if you think about something, it's kind of like the law of attraction. If you think about something so much and you keep manifesting that thought, it's going to happen. Um, so yeah, and life is full of surprises. So I wouldn't plan something down to a T because it's always going to change. Amazing. Thank you so much, Jane. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe and maybe even share with a friend if you think they could benefit from listening to Growing Up Female. I'll be back next Wednesday with another amazing female. See you then. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.